service was slow. It wasn't bad. It wasn't necessarily bad service everywhere, but it was slow. I'm moving to America. It sounds great. It is great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 totally unhealthy. But now we got the fake meat burgers, um, which are gonna kill you just in a different way. But you feel better about yourself. You know, get that Beyond Meat going on. They got one where they they put in like they infuse it with beet juice to simulate blood, because that's what you want in your veggie burger, blood. But I was looking to, um, I was actually looking into uh, when the whole when the whole thing started. When I first heard about it, cause my uncle told me about it a while back, and I've got some like vegan friends that heard about it. Um, I was actually interested in, in. So here's what I would do: if I was still active in the stock market, right, I would have went on an, an all-out assault. Um, who, 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 what do you think I would look for? Let's put it that way: as, as an investor, let's talk investing, right? What do you think I would have looked for as an investment as an investor? Vegan companies. Nope. That's what you think. That's what you think. Vegan companies. Right. You got the big ones that are coming out. Then you look for all these other smaller ones. Nope. Pork bellies. Nope. I would I would look for I would look for the grain companies that provide provide the the ingredients to these burgers. So I would look for what I'd have to do research on whatever it is made up of. And I, I there was one that I found and I just, you know, again, I wasn't actively doing anything, so I forgot about it. But I would look for whatever is in these ingredients, in these burgers, right? I would look for the people that provide that to them. Because what, what's happening is now they're they're benefiting on both levels, right? These people that are selling grains and soy or whatever it is that make up these burgers, right? They're they're already providing it to, to farms for feed for the, the cattle and whatnot, or whatever animals they have. Now this has opened up another revenue stream. Because now you're providing it for really consumption. Um, with with these Beyond Meat and whatever companies that are making these fake murder patties, whatever they're called. I shouldn't call it that. I never had one. But does that make sense? You look for the company behind the company because typically those are going to be a lot cheaper. Now, again, I don't, I don't know if that was doable in this situation. It's, it's looking at more of the commodities market, but it, it's that was my that was my initial intention. Because you know that it's it, even if it's a fad, it's gonna blow up quick. I mean, this Beyond Meat thing is crazy, right? Again, you got what Burger King is doing the Impossible Burger. You got McDonald's coming out with one, right? All all of these fast food restaurants, right? They're all looking for this this vegetarian equivalent so they can bring in more people, right? If you're if you're a burger joint, right? You're not bringing in people that don't eat burgers. That's why they went out to chicken. That's why they went out for salads and all this other healthy stuff, right? What better way to get a different demographic into your store than offer a vegan or vegetarian equivalent. So you know they're jumping all over it. And when you when you have a big company that jumps all over it, you've landed your big contract.
right? You've landed your big contract, which means they're now asking you to up your production by whatever many amount. And if you're up in your production, you've got to get your materials from somewhere. And it's typically one of the small fish, right? The bigger fish are eating the small fish. And then the even bigger fish are eating the bigger fish, right? So as an investor, I used to look for the small fish because it costs a lot of money to be in the stock market. I know I've heard you guys talk about some of its leverage now. Back when I traded, it wasn't leveraged. So if, if a stock cost 80 bucks, I had to have 80 bucks to buy a single share. It's a lot of money. If you really want to make a dent, right? You know, oh, I'm, I'm going to buy two shares. What's that going to do for you? Nothing, right? So I would always look for the smaller companies instead of looking for the, the, the companies that are, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 bucks. You look for the smaller ones that you can get in the teens or maybe the 20s, I mean, perhaps even lower than that. And they're going to ride the coattails. That's the difference between the Forex market and the stock market. The stock market is, is really trendy, right? Typically, sectors move together. So if, the, if all the water, if all the momentum is moving in one direction, right? There's a lot of those little fish that are being sucked up right in the, the jet stream going right with it. Going for the ride. Yeah, not necessarily penny stocks. Those are a little bit, I, I failed at penny stocks. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, so maybe not necessarily penny stocks. I think those are a little bit more risky. But if you know what you're doing, again, boom. But like just 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 cheaper stocks. Now you can find stocks out there for, you know, in the teens. 11 bucks, 12 bucks. You can find quality stocks out there for that. You make a, you make a move from 11 to 20, right? Doesn't seem like much. But guess what? You almost doubled your money. Uh, Jim says, for more, for more than a century, the people of Archer Daniels Midland Company um, have transformed crops into products that serve the vital needs of a growing world. Today, we're one of the largest agricultural processors and food providers with approximately 40,000 employees. There's a, there's a, yeah. Well, let me, let me just check that real quick, then we'll get to your, your, your question. Let's just, let's just check that. Again, I'm not, I'm not familiar. I didn't dig deep into it, but it kind of brought me back to my days where I was like, oh, this is what I would look for. Because I was having a conversation with, um, remember I tell you, I, I always tell you guys stories of my trading partner that failed because he, he was great at building systems, but like psychologically he's a mess. Yeah. So he's more into investing now because he can't actively, you know, he's, he's working full time, got three kids. Um, he doesn't have time to actively look at the charts. So he's doing more investing. He's the one that, that gave me the, the heads up on the AMT, um, which is, shoot, yeah, he needs it. He needs to give me a kickback for that advice. Um, but this bad boy. But he does a lot. Of, we talk a lot about investing now because he's, you know, that he's been he's having really good success with it. Um, so we're always bouncing ideas off of each other. And he's always like, well, you know, yeah, I like this stock a lot, but like, man, it costs too much. And I don't really want to blah, 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 blah. Like, we'll just find the find the little fish that's attached to it. Uh, ADM, ADM. Archer Daniels Midland Company. So of course, in, in stock is a little bit different, guys. You know, it, it's I always want to do my IMIP in stocks are fundamental based. So I know in trading and in forex trading, it's it's in trading and investing are two different beasts. And in, in, in trading, it's all technical, right? Chart, 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 chart. IP higher time frame, right? DE lower time frame. Investing, I do want to have a technical, right? That IP identify predict that's based off technical. Or uh, excuse me, fundamentals. Do I value this particular stock 
for from a fundamental perspective. Then, if that's yes, then we head to the charts and start looking for reasons for entry. So this is on the weekly right now, real quick. You're seeing a, kind of the beginning phases. This is the Archer Daniels Midland. We're seeing the very beginning phases of like a wedge pattern. So there could be some consolidation here, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's, and I will tell you what, it's not a. Um, my philosophy was just trade what you know. So it wasn't, you know, I I would always do stuff. I I leaned on common sense, right? I leaned on common sense where I wasn't venturing off into like bio stocks that I knew nothing about, right? I kind of leaned on common sense like we just talked about where it's like, hmm, this is doing that. This will probably do that, right? And then and then you dig more into the companies and stuff that you're familiar with. So it wasn't just venturing off into weird into weird places. It was always it was always common sense first and foremost. We're like, hey, like does this make sense just from a, a basic standpoint? Like, if it does one plus one equal two? And then it's kind of digging down into your different options and saying, okay, well, which one of these is the best? So, like, you know, I, I had this, the, a perfect example, which is very similar, was um, one of the best stocks I traded multiple times. Uh, it was called Joy Global. I don't even think it exists anymore. It was a mining company. And so I wanted to get involved in, I don't, I don't know much about mining, obviously, but um, just being aware of the world, I, I know that, China does a lot of coal mining, right? They're in the main place for that. They were looking for a, a new contract. Um, and they were, they were, you know, basically they were deciding between a few different, um, a few different places, right? Joy Global makes, they make mining equipment. Um, so I had a few different options on the board and it was looking, as soon as I got the, the kind of the notice that, hey, like Joy Global had kind of won that contract. And this wasn't something that was gonna happen until like three years later or two years later, but Joy Global had won that con contract. It just made sense. You have the number one mining country in the world. They're going to be doing a lot more mining. You got a, a mining, a place that produces mining equipment that had just won a contract with, with a major place in China, right? You see how it's just like two and two? And then just make sure the company's healthy and, and then you, you take a shot. And I got in, again, well in advance, like a year in advance I got in. A year in advance, and then like a you know a year before it happened, then all the headlines came out. Who Joy Global, blah blah blah, beats whatever they were doing that, and then it just took off. And that stock, I think, went from like thirty to seventy. And then it went down to seventeen, and then it went from seventeen to fifty. Um, it, was, it was a decent takes. It took time. This is over years, um, but it, it was it was pretty decent. It was a pretty decent ride. I got it from thirty to seventy, and then I. I cashed out a, a not all of it but most of it at 70 and then as it went back down to like 50 i cashed out the rest and i revisited again later when it was like 17 um and got it again now that the second time in i was just like this thing is just it's just cheap like this was during the recession so everything was just falling so that it was just a value play at that point i was like this thing is just too cheap buy it there was no research done on that. It was just like this, like this is a value. Like, and you're gonna see this when when we have when we have our next recession, guys, or when we have this big economic just like 
crash and, and everything gets cheap, you're going to see value plays out there. And I would take I would I would start off if you're if you're kind of new to investing, start off by looking at your blue chippers. Just look at companies that don't fail. Like you can probably you can probably list about 10 of them, 10 of them right now, companies that, you know, will never fail. Like, will Microsoft ever fail? Will Apple ever fail? Right. Google, Starbucks. Right. These things aren't failing. So they're going to be really, really cheap. Again, as the stream kind of destroys everything, everything gets sucked into this downward spiral of like panic and the world's over. Right. These things are going to be at a discount. And it is no different than going to a store that's having a clearance sale. And you see stuff that you were, you were going to buy that you would buy normally for full price and you see it for 50 percent off. Whew, buy double. Buy double. Don't get sucked into the panic, right? Remember, you want to be the minority. You want to be the minority. When everyone else is panicking and running, everyone's running from the store that's on fire, right? The store's on fire. Let's run away. Like, run in and start getting stuff. <laughs> and you may have to wait it out for years. You may have to wait it out for years, and it may go cheaper, right? That's that's the biggest thing people, people face where it's kind of like, well, like, you know, what, what's... Uh, What's Starbucks at right now? Just as a, just a random example, right? So Starbucks is trading at 88 right now. And like, let's say everything goes bad and Starbucks goes down to like $50, right? And people are gonna be like, oh, blah, 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 that's, that's too expensive. Well, $50 is more than, or is cheaper than 70 bucks. Or what if it keeps going down? Oh, it went down to 48. Oh, it went down to 40. Well, you still got it cheaper than what you would have got it anyway. Like you're not going to catch the bottom. I think that's the problem that traders make. They want to catch the bottom. Like I, I want to sit here. Naomi wants to sit here and catch the absolute low. I want to catch the absolute low that Starbucks is going to be at so I can get the best deal. Do we try to trade bottoms and tops in trading? No. Here's the secret, right? You never know that a bottom is a bottom until after it has become a bottom. You never know that a top is a top until after it's become a top. Right. You don't know that this is the high until it has clearly reversed off that high and didn't return. And by then you're already $20 cheaper. So don't you don't need the best deal. You just need a good deal. You just want to be involved at discount. Right. I'll give this last example. Right. Before we before we move on. Um, we were going to there, there are a lot of stores closing. Right. Because kind of the you know malls are dying and dead. And there is a Sears. A Sears that were going on. My, my wife hits me up. She's like, I was going, you know, I was walking through there just like a vulture, just seeing like, what is cheap? What can I buy? Right. And she she sends me a text. She's like, hey, you know, do you. Uh, you think Jaden would like a, a trampoline? And I'm like, hell yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'd like a tra I mean, he, he would like a trampoline. Yeah, I think he I think he would I think he would like a trampoline. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, I was like, and, you know, me, I'm like, how much? <laughs> how much is it? And she was like, well, it's like, I forgot the amount, but let's say it's like, oh, it's like 200 bucks. I'm like, ah, but normally it was 400 bucks. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a good deal. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, go get it. So she's like, and my, my wife's a bargain hunter. So she's like, oh, we're gonna wait, we're gonna, we're gonna wait and see how low it gets because like the, the store's going out of business. So you would think, right, the last day that the store is open, they're just throwing stuff away because any profit is better than no profit. Liquidate everything, <laughs> right? So she goes on the last day, in the last hour, 
I'm at home like, we gonna get a trampoline. We gonna get a trampoline. We bouncing and bouncing and flipping. I'm all excited. And we come back, right? I'm all at the door like, where's it at? Where's it at? We'll help put it together right now. And she's like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was sold out. Why was it sold out? Because she, yeah, people got it at a good price. She was waiting for the low, like the absolute low point. The last hour. And by the time she went, it was gone. Whereas if we would, if we would have went maybe a day earlier, maybe we would have got it for 200 and maybe the price would have ended up dropping to 100 the day afterwards. And you can be like, you saw it and you, maybe your friend gets one and you're like, oh, I got it for 100, I got mine for two. Oh man, could have saved 100 bucks. But you already saved 200 bucks from the original price. You're, you already saved it. So if you valued it, if you valued getting the trampoline, it was a deal at 200. It was a better deal at 100, yes, but it was a deal at 200. And you're still getting it cheaper than what you initially valued it at. And stocks are the same way. You don't have to get the absolute bottom. Find a price that you value it at. And if you have extra capital, if it goes lower, buy more. Buy more. If you like Starbucks at 60 and it goes down to 50, buy more. Average yourself in. Shoot. So... Anyway, I don't know how we got on that. Talk about how bad London service is. That's how we got there. Um, uh, Naomi says, would you do that just because it was long-term holding? Um, if it was short-term, well, if you're a trader, it's, it's different than an investor, yeah. So if you're a trader, it's different. Because in my opinion, a trader is, is, you're looking for, you're more like a mercenary. You're kind of looking to get in and out. So as a trader, I, I would lean more on the technicals. You, you could, I would certainly take the fundamentals into account. But even then, you're not really looking to buy and hold. You're looking, you're, you're identifying two levels on a chart and you're saying that I think price is likely to get here before it goes there. And then once it gets to that level, you want out. Invest in an in, in investor, you're, ta you're taking more of an investment. You're kind of taking like a, a personal side in it. So a little, a little bit different. Um, there are still going to be trading opportunities, don't get me wrong, but it's a little bit different than, the mentality is a little bit different than in, in investing. You got to be a little bit more spot on in your location for trading because obviously you have, you have tighter stop losses. As an investor, you're, you're banking long, 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 long term. So you're not, you don't really care about being in at the point of reversal. You care about being in at the right price.